You may have heard that juicing is amazing for you, that it's the ideal way to reset your health, add nutrients and enzymes to your diet, and help your body naturally rid itself of toxins. Because it's highly alkaline, incredibly nutritious, delicious, and full of vitamins and minerals, juicing can be an ideal supplement to your diet. Enter Naomi Hoppel, former Peace Corps volunteer to Peru with degrees in architecture and a fascinating background. Naomi is Pittsburgh Juice Company's founder and owner, where their juices are prepared daily and are absolutely amazing. What's more, they're opening um, an awesome new location, Vibrant Sunshine Juicery Cafe in Aspenwall, that will have an incredible menu, including adaptogenic lattes. Join me today to learn all about juicing and a delightful interview with Naomi. Hey there, welcome to the Pretty Well Podcast. Do you want to know how to eliminate exhaustion, brain fog, and bloating? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling, why am I so tired? Are you over being told that nothing's wrong with you and your symptoms are just a sign of aging? Hey, I'm Lisa Smith, functional medicine dietitian with a thriving holistic health practice, and I've been there. Overwhelmed, in pain, and defeated when my doctors insisted that nothing was wrong with my health. I knew something wasn't right and desperately wanted to find root cause solutions to feel like myself again, but it seemed impossible. So I took matters into my own hands and researched holistic health solutions to my exhaustion, inflammation, and gut problems. And now I want to share these life-changing solutions with you. In this podcast, you will find that radical health transformation comes from small steps in learning the right foods and nutrition for you healing your gut and dialing in your mindset so that you will be feeling better than ever. Hey, welcome back to the Pretty Well Podcast. I'm Lisa Smith, and I'm really happy today that we get to talk with Naomi Hopple from Pittsburgh Juice Company. Naomi came from Pittsburgh, and she's here with me today. And we got some great coffee from The Commonplace, and now we're chatting. So, hey, welcome, Naomi. Good morning. Thanks for making the trip. Thanks for having me. It's really lovely out here in Indiana. Thank you. We like it for sure. Naomi has an amazing business, Pittsburgh Juice Company, and it's a purpose-driven product and mission, and she has a very interesting background. So I'm really excited today for us to talk with Naomi and get the story behind Pittsburgh Juice Company, what she's doing, where this company is going, and how you can find out more about her. So let's get started. Naomi, what's the story behind Pittsburgh Juice Company? We have some background. You, you majored in architecture, so you've done a lot of different things. But tell me about Pittsburgh Juice Company. How did it start? What's the backstory? Yeah, so 10 years ago, I was returning to the United States from Peru, where I lived as a Peace Corps volunteer for three years. I always say I'm a millennial at heart. I have really big ambitions and I really believe in the quality of good work. And I was looking for something to pour my time and energy into that I could truly believe in. Mm -hmm. And when I couldn't find that in my chosen profession, I looked elsewhere. And that's where opportunity, timing and lifestyle all sort of came together as wow. my brother was opening a yoga studio in a new space. And I had mm -hmm. an opportunity to piggyback on that business and start a juice company that first of all, 
acted almost as an amenity to the existing yoga business mm -hmm. and over time has become its own and grown and expanded into what the Pittsburgh Juice Company is today. That is cool. So your brother, is the yoga studio still there too? Oh yeah. Yeah. So he's got this amazing yoga studio and you just started in with him and now Pittsburgh Juice Company is big and, and growing bigger. So we got to hear more about this. Tell us the mission behind your company. Our company always focuses on providing a product that can make you feel good and that you can feel good about. Mm. So what that means is we're always using the most simple, the most high quality ingredients, and we're always doing it with integrity in a mm. way that you can trust. I love that because so I was in South Carolina last week, Naomi, and I was at Whole Foods and we were tired. We had just driven in a long drive. So we just ran to Whole Foods to get some prepared salads that were already in the cooler. I kept looking at all these salmon salads and they kept saying made with bioengineered products. And I was like, this is Whole Foods. If I can't feel good about what I'm buying at Whole Foods, I just, I gotta be honest, I was blown away. I was really also kind of aggravated by it because I'm thinking, where's the integrity in that? Absolutely. And so as you're talking, to me about this, this it's my passion. It's super important to me that I trust the brands I buy because we don't have time to look at every ingredient every time we buy something. So what we do is we first do all that homework and then we trust a brand. And then the brand has all of our trust until it's, it's, it's theirs to lose. And I looked at that at Whole Foods and I, I said to my family, you've gotta be kidding me. Like I can't trust a salad from Whole Foods what is this nonsense? Tell me why you feel that integrity in food production and the food industry is so important. Absolutely. So starting small scale and having a business that is focused on having such simple ingredients, mm -hmm. we have grown over the years and over time. And we actually launched a wholesale program in 2020 mm -hmm. that now services over a hundred wholesale customers that are Wow. Small coffee shops, markets, restaurants, yoga studios, and anywhere that we can spread, you know, the benefits of fresh products. Yeah. So as the business grew, we started looking at options of working with contract manufacturers, which is something that is very common in food production. Mm -hmm. There are actually a lot of food companies out there that are really nothing more than marketing companies mm. that have never touched their food, mm -hmm. that have everything made offsite by a contract manufacturer, and they just work on the labels and the distribution and the relationships. Mm. So coming at it from an actual like maker standpoint, I had a very different experience. We did sign up with a contract manufacturer. We went through a rigorous process of having mm -hmm. them check off our recipes and our formulas and make sure they were doing everything correctly. And at first they were, but over time we found a lot of cut corners, a lot of product that wasn't being actually juiced and purchased frozen. Oh my gosh. A lot of other issues that I won't get into right now, mm -hmm. but the main takeaway as I dabbled in contract manufacturing was the realization that 
in so many cases, this is not like the food production is not being monitored. Food labels are not being monitored. People can blatantly put whatever they want on a food label. And especially in this day and age where the FDA actually has a temporary guideline that if there is a supply chain shortage due to the pandemic mm -hmm. that influences your ingredient list, you don't have to change your food label. What? So basically the food label can be bogus. Absolutely. And oh this, my gosh. This temporary guideline is in effect until November of this year. That's mind blowing because what I teach as a dietitian is read the label. Don't read the front because the front is pure marketing. It's meant to hook you and get you to buy it. Read the label. But now what you're telling me is the label right? at and this point isn't even reliable. Absolutely. You need to really be able to know who is making the food and mm -hmm. be able to trust them. If it's a larger company, they might not even know what cor what corners are being cut by the people makes sense making the food right because you were you are involved enough in everything you do that you had your finger on the pulse but when somebody gets to be corporate america there's probably no one with their finger on the pulse they've outsourced that production and they're letting it roll it's pretty scary <laughs> it is scary yeah before we are done i want to know your favorite brands but anyhow let's talk about vibrant sunshine that's a part of your corporate umbrella it is yeah tell me about that what is vibrant sunshine in 2020 after launching our wholesale brands we decided to also start selling kombucha not just retail but wholesale as well and we confronted an issue because our business is called the Pittsburgh Juice Company, which is very exclusive. And mm -hmm. we couldn't very well label the kombucha, Pittsburgh Juice Company being kombucha. So it presented an interesting challenge of how to, like, do we start the Pittsburgh Kombucha Company? And mm. then it led into a longer exploration of who we are, what we do, and what the point is. So Vibrant Sunshine was the result of that, and it is our more broad brand, and it's the brand that we are actually growing at this time. We're about to open Vibrant Sunshine Juicery Cafe in Ooh. Aspenwall, just outside of Pittsburgh. Vibrant Sunshine focuses on all of the nutritious energy that we get from plants grown mm -hmm. under the Vibrant Sunshine. I always consider plants as first degree energy because if you're eating anything other than plants, it's something that has consumed plants mm -hmm. that were grown under the sun. And the other part of Vibrant Sunshine is that a big part of what we do is instilling joy in our customers. I love that. When you walk into the Pittsburgh Juice Company, you are immediately confronted with a rainbow of juice and beautiful, vibrant colors. And aside from the obvious health benefits of drinking fruits and vegetables, there's something else. There's some, there's joy that mm. is also in itself healing. So tying all of this together, we ended up finding a really clean brand and Vibrant Sunshine was the culmination of all of these efforts and studies. 
So what I hear you saying is Pittsburgh Juice Company started as juicing, purely juice. As you grew and as you evolved, you saw that you could now expand into kombucha and fresh whole foods and and so you could start to expand it, but no longer did juice fit that that title. So now you've started Vibrant Sunshine. Correct. You did all of this during the pandemic. The yeah. wholesale the wholesale endeavor, the vibrant sunshine. I had a baby too. What? Oh my gosh. Okay. We didn't know this, but we have Wonder Woman here today. <laughs> what the heck? You did tell me you have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. So you definitely are a woman who's multi-talented and can keep a whole lot of plates spinning at once. I'm very well supported. That's amazing. And very necessary. Absolutely. But so, so I'm, I want to hear more about Vibrant Sunshine. Because you mentioned in that, that you're opening this new location in Aspenwall. Tell us about these new exciting opportunities that are coming up for you. Yeah, so the Aspenwall location is what I'm considering to be the most influential project that I have worked on in my entire career. Mm. And we are putting all of our energy into it and creating a beautiful space where people can come together and find nourishing foods, including our entire line of juices from the Pittsburgh Juice Company, smoothies, smoothie bowls, everything you can find at the Pittsburgh Juice Company in Lawrenceville. In addition to soups, salads, sandwiches, and an adaptogenic latte menu that is going to be like none other. What? We are creating a house-made oat milk out of whole grain mm. oats, and that will be the standard milk that is available for our espresso menu. We will nice. also offer a full Italian espresso menu with uh. your typical milks and all of your regular options, but mm -hmm. what we are focusing on is the adaptogenic lattes that will have anything from mushrooms mm -hmm. to ashwagandha to ginseng and amazing a whole host of other amazing ingredients and honestly i would love to get your input Ooh. if you have any ideas Ooh, as well i'm very excited yeah so i am a big fan of adaptogenic anything. I just did a podcast episode a few weeks ago on functional mushrooms, adaptogenic mushrooms. I love them. There's so much we need to talk about off air about this, yeah. but just to be able to have that on your menu is unique, but it's so life-giving. And what I hear you saying, even back to when you were talking about when you walk into Pittsburgh Juice Company right now, and you're serving up whole, fresh, healing juices, but you're also serving up joy. And you bring that all together with now this expanded menu and this beautiful, huge location you have coming. And it's going to be so impactful, Naomi. I'm really excited for you, but you're adding things like adaptogenic lattes. That is unheard of. You just can't go somewhere and find that. And your own house-made oat milk. This is amazing what you're doing. Thank so, you. You're welcome. We're very excited as oh, well. I cannot wait to see this menu. Actually, I can't wait to come and see you in yeah. person. Yeah. Well, so you've seen a lot of changes in the business and you've had to learn a lot. When you're talking adaptogenic lattes, there's a lot of science that goes behind what you combine and why, and even your foods and juices. What are some of the changes you've seen? Great question. So we have come at the juice 
with the mentality of simplicity is key. Mm -hmm. We started with a very basic menu of juices that were three or four ingredients each. Mm -hmm. Trying not to get wrapped up in all the fads out there. Smart. Yeah. And especially in Pittsburgh, where juice was not something that people knew a lot about 10 years ago. For sure. At least not in the sense of cold pressed, organic, vegetable based juices. Right. They didn't know who we were, what we were doing, and, and why they would pay why X number of dollars for a juice. So yeah. expensive. Right, exactly. So in the beginning, there was definitely a great deal of education involved, and I spent many hours at the store. Um, about mm. 13 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, Ooh. I would find ways wow. to get breaks in the middle of the day. I would be doing accounting in the middle of the night. Aww. I was young and single. Definitely <laughs> didn't have any toddlers back then. Um, I worked a lot and I really believed in it. And I loved the community of talking with people and learning with them. We never tried to be nutritionists, mm -hmm. health coaches, doctors, but a lot of our customers are. So it's just finding our niche and really understanding that if, again, we produce with integrity mm -hmm. and we are transparent about who we are and what we offer, mm -hmm. our people will find us. Yeah. And that is how it has been from that point on. At this point, we are definitely a destination. Mm -hmm. People hear about us word of mouth or simply by searching Pittsburgh Juice. That's the beauty of the name. Yeah, that's We have great. a lot of people from out of town, a lot of people that are traveling on road trips, or even people who live in a place where fresh juice isn't available and they make the journey to us and they stock up and they go back home. That's incredible. One of the coolest things about our clientele is that many of them have been with us since we opened. Really? We actually have a few customers who help train employees. A new person <laughs> might be might look confused about where something is or what to do and they'll say, Oh, it's right over there. You can just put this in that and you know, it's oh. it's great. Oh, that is great. Yeah. It's like and a family. It is. And of course we have new people and we love them just as well. How exciting. How many how much just as an aside, how many employees do you have? We are growing with yeah. the new location. We're actually doubling in size this year, which is wow. profound yeah. for an employer. Yeah, as a business owner, that's amazing. So we have had 15 employees over the course of the past several years, and we are currently somewhere around 20 and we're wow. growing to 30 by the middle of august you've got some big some big steps ahead of you we in the do. next few weeks and we're prepared it's not to say it's easy but we're prepared and my only regret is that when i was young and starting out i had no idea what i was doing and i certainly didn't understand the concept of being a boss and an employer yeah. So I had a lot of learning to do. Mm -hmm. And at this point, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm a lot better at being a boss than I was 10 years ago. You make a great point, Naomi. When we start a business, and I don't have nearly the employees you do, but it's, it's different. You start a business because you have a passion for something and you know that you are the person to do it. And that's what I hear from you. And that's what I did. I, I knew this is what I was going to do because I knew that was my calling, but I never saw being an employer as part of that. And so when that becomes part of your evolution as a business owner, it's daunting because there's no training. There's, you know, I've been an employee, I've been a solopreneur, 
But then when you become an employer, it's a totally different ball game. And you're doing that with all the different balls you have up in the air. And you're like, can I, can I do this well? I hope I can do this well. And I think too, what people don't realize in so many cases is that entrepreneurs are sometimes scared. It's scary. And it's scary to have people who might make, you know, an honest mistake, but in that honest mistake, it's hard to learn how to take that without getting emotional about it or taking Mm -hmm. it personally Mm -hmm. and also using it as an opportunity to improve because at the end of the day if someone makes an honest mistake it's back on you right you need to train them better you need to teach them better and you need to prepare them that's right and and a lot of that that fear comes in that you don't want to alienate your customers and your clients you want them to always have that experience that they can always expect excellence they can always expect integrity they'll walk in and out it's never going to change they can they can have faith in you and depend on you and then an honest mistake, you feel like you let them down. And you're right, in a way you did, because the buck stops here. But I also see it as a training opportunity and a growth. Now, as an employer, I see a part of my mission is I get to help people who work for me reach their goals yeah. in life. And they get to grow and develop and love what they're doing more. So, But it is scary. <laughs> it's really scary. Especially when you're like, yeah, I'm just going to go do what I love. And I'm just going to tool away at it. And then all of a sudden, you're like... Oh, I can't do it all. And now, yeah, it is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about your clientele. Have you seen changes in your clientele? Because honestly, you're right. 10 years ago, juicing, oh my gosh, it definitely wasn't mainstream. It's much more mainstream now. So you've seen a lot of change, but you did have a lot of customer education to do to establish why that value was there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So how has that changed? So most people who come into the juice company these days have far less questions. They usually come in and they know what they're there for. Whereas before they might be coming in to find out what is this place? And you would need to do the whole spiel. Uh huh. So our customer service staff does a lot less education in this Mm -hmm. day and age. Mm -hmm. And we try to make sure everyone is equipped to provide all the answers. But in so many cases, people don't want them. We actually sell the majority of our juice programs, which people use for cleanses or juice detoxes online, sometimes in the middle of the night or after hours. In many cases, these people who are purchasing juice cleanses, we never see them. Sometimes we just deliver them to their doors and send them a message that your juice has been delivered. Yeah, it is definitely a different world. And that's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's good. I find the same in my business that people now are so much more savvy about holistic health. And so they're already, they're they're more of their own advocate. They're looking at, what do I think I need? How do I, so they're looking for you now rather than you looking for them and bringing them along. And I always try to make sure that our staff is comfortable not knowing because Mm. as I've mentioned previously, many of our customers actually know more than we do. Whether, you know, it's because they're just like researching things online or they might actually be a certified doctor, health coach, nutritionist, dietitian. We never have to have the answers, but 
we're happy to research it with the customer if we don't have them, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Tell me about either your favorite combos or some of your customers' favorites. So on your website, which we're going to share at the end, but I looked through it and I thought, I want all of them. I want to try every yeah. one of those. They're so beautiful. But tell me some of the most popular ones. Our best seller every day is the Witch's Brew. Tell me about it. Okay. It's actually a green juice. Ooh. It has a cucumber base. Mm -hmm. It has kale, spinach, apple, lemon, and ginger. Mm. And did I mention celery? That's no. It has just enough Granny Smith apple to even over all the harsh flavors and just make it really nice and palatable. Yeah. And I always know that we're in the right market, whether it be like a location or an offsite event when people are buying the green juices. Uh -huh. Because that's when you know it's a real juice drinker. Yep. We have a variety of green juices, but the Witch's Brew is the one that just like is the ticket. It's the one that everyone knows and mm -hmm. it's the one that everyone lands on. Interesting. We also have some green juices that don't have any apple in them, mm -hmm. which is great, you mm -hmm. know, and it's great for people who don't want any fruit sugars at all, but yeah. the apple just gives it that nice like evenness that makes it a super drinkable juice and still mm. gives you all the nutrients that you're looking for. Nice. Yeah. And it's Granny Smith. So it's not like you're putting a red delicious right. in there and getting the super high sugar content. Yeah. It's just enough, like you said, to balance it and add a pleasant exactly. flavor. Yeah. I've done hardcore juicing, which is just greens and some lemon and it's for a purpose, mm -hmm. you know, that's, yeah. that's different, but. And it's really good for you. What I find about those juices though, is that I just can't get excited about drinking them. <laughs> it's not the same, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. just so easy to down a Witch's Brew. Mm -hmm. And on that note, Witch's Brew was actually, there's a fun story behind it. It was developed for a movie that was filming in Pittsburgh called The Last Witch Hunter. Really? Is it that was, why it's called Witch's Brew? It is, yeah. Tell it us. was our first year open and the producer came to me and said, listen, I have a baby and a, my wife and I'm juicing for my family every day. And now the director wants me to juice for him. And now, oh, I don't know. Someone else on the set. Somebody else on set wants yeah. me to juice for them. And he's like, I have a job and a <laughs> yeah. family. Like, I can't take do for, this anymore. Yeah, it's a lot. He's like, can you juice for us? And oh, man. I was like, of course, that's what we do. And he said, okay, well, listen, we're from Los Angeles. Your juices are great, but we want a different juice that has more greens, more variety in it, and oh. we are gonna buy a lot of it. And back then, as I said before, everything was really simple. It only had three or four ingredients. And I was hesitant to really like hit Pittsburgh with like this really strong green juice. And I agreed, I made up a juice for them. They tasted it, they loved it. And we started making it on a daily basis. Like. 80 every day that they were ordering wow casting crew and every now and then there would be a few left over and i would start like handing them to regulars who came in and say hey try this let me know what you think and the regulars who have been drinking the juice really liked it so we didn't have a name for it and the production assistant who was working on the film would just jokingly call it the witch's brew <laughs> he'd be like we need 80 witches brews and they would order some other things too so over time, just naturally, the witch's brew stuck and the name yeah. stuck. And now here we are, Your nine number years one later, bestseller every day. What an opportunity <laughs> that was that they came to you yeah. and, and said, would you make us? There were all kinds of people drinking that juice. Um, there was 
let's see, Vin Diesel, Elijah Wood. <laughs> what was the girl's name? Rose. She was in Game of Thrones. Egrid, I think, was the name of it. Oh. I can't remember her last name. But yeah, there were a lot of big names drinking our juice back that, then. That is so cool. That would have been pivotal because that would have taken you into a whole new chapter oh, yeah. of your juice company. Back then, it was more than we were selling in a day that we were making for wow. that film. And I remember I would go into work at four or five in the morning my dad would come down and help me oh. peeling oranges, <laughs> slicing lemons, and being a supportive father. Oh, that's very special. Did it start to then, from a business standpoint, did your business then start to, to, to continue to move up from there? Yes. To scale up from there? Definitely. Isn't that amazing? I love when those opportunities come along and you just go, this was such a gift. Yep. Yeah. Tell me what brings you the most joy in what you do. You're smiling from ear to ear, so I know that this is, again, your mission. The community. And over the years, we have seen so many customers, so many employees, so many people coming and going. And the most significant part of that is the coming back. Uh -huh. So it's this beautiful fluidity of people who have incorporated juice into their lifestyle mm -hmm. and see the benefit and whether they live in Pittsburgh, move away, come back when they're visiting, or they work with us and then they get another job in their profession and then they become regular customers or maybe they work with us and then they move on but then something doesn't work out and they come back and they, you know, they come back they to come us back. over time. So yeah. It's an amazing community that we've built and that enables us to continue to grow. And it's really interesting because accepting the fluidity enables us to thrive, you know? Uh, yeah. And that, it, again, it sounds so much like an enormous family. Just like family you have all over the place. They just keep coming and going. Absolutely. But you know, when they come back, you pick up right where you left Absolutely. off. Absolutely. What do you wish your younger self knew about this business? There's so many things. <laughs> I was just listening to an audiobook today about how any other business that you look at seems so easy. Like, oh, I wish I had that business. <laughs> it would just be plug and play, you know, and that's never the case. So there are all kinds of surprises that I found out about juice as I got into owning a juice company. There are many regulations on mm. selling fresh, unpasteurized products. Oh, I and bet. And mm -hmm. it's interesting because of the state of food in America. And I think that's actually something that we connected on when we first spoke. We sure did. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things backward about our food system. For sure. And the regulations put on juice were put there because of an unfortunate instance where someone wasn't maintaining fresh produce and they sold a juice that made someone very ill. Now, the same thing could happen by eating a salad that mm. was not cleaned properly mm. before eating. And the reality of it is that there are a lot of other processed foods out there that can cause your body much more harm over the years of casually eating them. And putting fresh fruits and vegetables into your body every day is one of the best things you can do for it. 
but the hurdles of having a business that offers something like this are many. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't have opened a business like this, but learning as I go has presented its challenges, so. Yeah, those are things, like you said, I, I haven't even thought about until this conversation. But the irony is there's so much garbage in our food supply that should not be there, which is not regulated. But now you're offering something that is life-giving and health-giving, but you're so regulated. It's ironic and aggravating. But I'm glad that you push through the obstacles and do what you do because you're bringing so much goodness to people. So you've gotten lots of advice over the years. What's one of the best pieces of advice you've gotten? I think that I'm gonna credit my brother for this. Mm. When he opened his yoga business a few years prior to my juice business. Mm. And as I was getting things ready to open, he pointed out that in business, there will always be things that are undone. And to be at ease and successful in business, it's something that you have to accept. That's good advice. And it's something that is so true. <laughs> you just can't get it all done. You, you can't just can't have your finger on everything and uh -uh. there's only one of you. Mm -hmm. And as you grow, things will come up that are outside of your ability to tackle in that day. and. Accepting the chaos is just part of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, and thriving in the chaos and not letting the chaos take you down because just from the little I've known you, I can tell you're very buttoned up. You're, you have a lot of attention to detail and you care very much about all the details. And I can be like that too, but it can be crazy making, you know, because we're thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't get to this, 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 and this, and how will I ever? And you can, you can start to spiral into that and then you have to literally take a deep breath and go, you know what, this is what has to get done today. Yeah, it's yeah. funny, you're telling me I'm buttoned up and I feel like I am just losing it right now. <laughs> you're in a pretty big moment right now. It is a very a month big out of moment. This, yeah. yeah, a month, five weeks out of this huge launch. We're mm -hmm. so excited. What I haven't mentioned about the headquarters that we're building is that we, over time, growing from a tiny little storefront that, mm -hmm. by the way, is only 350 square feet, we had to grow our production capabilities. So we actually have an offsite kitchen that is like three times the size of our storefront where mm -hmm. we do all of our juicing, all of our wholesale juicing and our retail and out of that is where our admin works as well. So it's our office as well. Mm. And then when we ran out of cold storage, we actually started renting cold storage even further down the street in a facility. And if you can imagine how disjointed everything is right now from uh -huh. this like organic sporadic growth over time, mm -hmm. we have three separate locations where people are plus a driver. <laughs> and then I'm often operating offsite also. So it's like we're all kind of running around without our heads. It feels like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just the ability of bringing everything back together under one roof is going to be pretty profound. Yeah. And you showed me pictures. It is big and it's going to be amazing. So you'll be able to bring everyone under one roof. Well, and with the exception of our Lawrenceville store, which will stand alone as the mm -hmm. Pittsburgh Juice Company flagship. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, tell me how people can find you Yeah. and how they can come see you in person, but also find you online. So you can order juice for pickup at the Pittsburgh Juice Company for local delivery within 25 miles of our store in Lawrenceville or for nationwide shipping with select mm. items. 
at pittsburghjuicecompany.com. We're very easy to find. You can also find us on Instagram, Pittsburgh Juice, Vibrant Sunshine Cafe, and you can follow me, Green Juice and Yoga. I actually have my own podcast where I do a weekly update and dive into some fun topics. Mm -hmm. And once we have our new location, I am expecting to start interviewing people. And I'd love to invite you on to interview with me on my podcast. Oh, I'll be there. Absolutely. Okay. So I have your website and I have your Instagram handles. So I'll have those all in the show notes. And guys, reach out, find Pittsburgh Juice Company and come visit the Aspen Mall location when it's open. And I cannot wait. When you when you open them, I'll be there. And I do want to see your Lawrenceville location too. But yeah, I can't wait till we talk again. Yeah, I'm so happy that we connected. Me too. And thank you again for driving up. You've got little ones at home and a business you're running. And I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Okay, guys, that's all for today. Until next time, stay pretty well. Bye. Bye.